You're listening to the Hidden Battles Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by HiddenBattlesFoundation.org in partnership with Swim With The Mission. You can find them on Swim.org on the internet. Welcome to the Battlecast. Hey everybody, welcome to Hidden Battles Radio. It is Scott. And Mike. Um, hey, so let's see, let's hopefully we'll have a good night without any technical difficulties. I know uh, Sean B. was in here a little earlier and he had some problems, but it's okay. We'll do fine. Uh, right off the bat, let's start with, um, let's just say, listen, if you are struggling and you need help, 988, you can text 988 to the Suicide Prevention Hotline, you can, it's one 800 283 talk or 273 talk it was 1-800-273 talk um if you are in immediate crisis you got 911 mike so we wanted to talk about some of the things such as um seasonal change right what can you do about seasonal change i know what seasonal change brings you get yeah well the, with the season changing i mean it's common that it, I mean, despite it even becoming spring and nice out, still some people might be getting depressed over it, but they really need to take this time to recognize that that's normal mm-hmm. and, you know, really take uh, as much opportunity as you can to actually get outside, get that fresh air. Another op- that's more opportunity to even get more exercise that we always talk about. Like we said, physical exercise and your, met- and your mental health are, are, you know, related. This is, the, this is the opportunity and time for you to get out there and really, like, open your senses, right? Become, you know, like, as, as hokey as it sounds, become one with nature, you know, take everything in, the sights, the smell, the feel. And these are going to reset your mental health, especially your mental state of mind. Because what do people tell you? You know, go for a walk. Mm-hmm. You know, get outside, do some. And you find, like, people start to now fishing. Fishing is huge. Like, everybody I know that's fishing is catching tons of fish. Um, all my friends that go out hiking, this is the time to go hiking. Just you know? being around other people is going to really help your mental health. Just mm-hmm. being that, that social aspect of it. Like when we say exercise, nobody's saying just sign up for the Boston Marathon or, <laughs> or go rock march 22 miles. But go out. Go out for a little walk around the block. You know, that's going to lead to more and more exercise. And you are going to feel better. This is scientifically proven that your physical health is related to your mental health. And, and like you said, when you're going out there, especially with the nice, beautiful weather coming, tomorrow's going to be 82 degrees. Yeah, you know, when, when that coming, you know, you feel, you know, when you take that moment and you actually feel the, the sunlight on your face, mm-hmm. you know, you, 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 you hear the sounds like that. That's uh, once again, I'm going to say the word that's mindfulness. Yeah. And that's really going to really going to go a long way. Yeah. No, like Michael, you're going to be Mikey mindfulness. That's you know, <laughs> <laughs> that better than Icy Mike. Yeah. No, I like Icy Mike better though. It's more of an eighties rap name. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, so we have uh, we have a, a guest come going to be calling on in about ten minutes or so, um, and excited for that. Uh, she's going to talk about mindfulness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, different things, and we're, we're probably going to try a little experiment. We're going to see about maybe doing a, a one to two minute mindfulness exercise here tonight. So if you fall asleep, you can thank us for it. It's not the content of the show being boring. It's actually so it's going to work. No, um, but the text lines are open. Uh, and, and thanks for jumping in. Listen to us tonight on live on CAP. Uh, we, uh, like I said, our producer Cindy is sick, um, and it stinks because she had all of our stuff ready for us. But uh, we want to thank our sponsors tonight and our partners tonight: Jean Dot Credit Union, uh, Swim at the Mission, Plan Perfectly Wedding and Events, um, the Specialist Matthew Polini Fund, uh, Specialist Matthew Polini Moral Fund. Yep, yeah, we're here uh, for you. Yep, yeah, we and uh, Hidden Battles Foundation, who is the reason that we're here. Um, 
No, so what we were talking about just how the mental, your mental stability starts to increase, I think, in the spring. And then you have a lot of people like, yeah, but pollen's high and stuff. Well, you know what? Take a little Dramamine or whatever it is you're going to take, you know, go outside and enjoy this weather. This is the time that before we start complaining that it's too hot and before we start complaining that you, you can't get anything done because, you know, vacations are coming and stuff. This is a key time right now to reset our winter blues and start to live yeah. more of a positive life. And I think just like we said, we go exercise. Well, don't go. We're not saying go run a marathon. Well, when we say go outside, we're not saying spend ten hours outside. Mm -hmm. But go for a little bit, and then go a little bit more the next day, and that's gonna you know that's gonna build up your your endurance, and it's it's really gonna go a long way. Nope, I agree. And you know what it is too. Um, we've been cooped up like all mm -hmm. winter long, right? We were lucky. We didn't really get that much snow this year, you know. But some of the things like we do recommend, like now is the time, like hiking. Um, dog walks go for dog walks because remember there's our ticks out there right yeah. uh, ticks are on the rise uh, i just read a, a big giant article about the winter ticks uh the winter ticks that because we didn't get that real freeze over the winter that now the tick population is very high and they're still out there and they're out there early because they never really went away so uh there was an article recently about dogs um, about checking your dogs for ticks because there is a new strand of bacteria that's actually affecting dogs more and from a new tick. Um, I guess they're attacking moose and stuff since we're wow. in New Hampshire. Yeah, it's crazy. Even to the point that they're killing like calves. Uh, one article that said there was like a thousand ticks on one, one moose. Which, a thousand ticks, that's nuts. Yeah, that's a lot. You know, the thing about getting out there and forcing yourself to get out there is a lot of times with depression and when we're in a rut, the big part of that is because we don't feel like we have control. So if you can make it a goal of yours to, I am going to go outside for 20 minutes today and you and then you go accomplish it you're going to get that a little bit sense of control back you know what mm -hmm. i'm going to do and then another small task i'm going to wash my car today yeah well then you go wash your car you completed that goal and mm -hmm. now you're showing yourself that you do have some control you didn't lose all control and then slowly but surely these little tasks that you're completing are, are going to make you feel a lot better you're going to you're going to see that you can you know overcome your problems yeah accomplishments exactly. i was actually i was psyched because my problem is is I have the garage, and the garage during the winter, you know, everything just gets tossed in the garage and gets tossed. And eventually, now that becomes a, like a stressor for me because I walk through the garage every day. And I actually pulled the Jeep out today, which means the Jeep season's back again, and we're going to be doing Jeep Night at Heritage on Wednesday nights. So that's coming back. But it was great because I this sense of accomplishment, right? I got in there and I cleaned the whole thing out and organized and put the winter stuff away and brought the summer stuff out and stuff. And, and I felt really happy when I was done because, like, there's that sense of accomplishment, right? I, like, I've, I've accomplished a task, and yeah. now I'm farther ahead of where I was, you know? And, and when you do the little things like start your day a certain way, making your bed, having a good breakfast, yeah. these are important because not it's like, oh, the breakfast is an important part of the, of the day. No, no, you accomplish something, and you put that in a checkbox, and it starts to change the mentality of the day on where you're starting to go and you're just starting to check boxes off, opposed to, yeah, I'll put that off until tomorrow. And then you're putting everything off until tomorrow. Yeah. And it snowballs. So now that the nicer weather here is, it's like I said, it's that reset button for you to get and you just start to check some boxes off. You know, do something for yourself. And if it's hiking or if it's raking or getting in the flower bed and pulling weeds or whatever, I mean, this is what you need to do. And you need to focus on these positive things. Like I was just on Sean B's show and I, it was great. I didn't even know I was going to be on. You know, when I walked in and he pulled yeah. me in, which is great. But the little things like 
you know, what are you grateful for? You know, think of that one thing. Check that one box for you. Do something specifically for you to make you happy, whether it's you sitting down on the front porch and having a coffee. You know, Danny, Danny Houston, yeah. every day posts a picture of him, happiest guy on the planet, sits on his front porch in his rocking chair with his coffee. And I look forward to those posts. I do, too. I think everyone does now. Because I find positivity is just like negativity. Positivity is also contagious, like a smile, right? Yeah. Him, I look at those pictures, and I'm like, this guy, you know? You know, before I got here, we were having a conversation with the Duke, my six-year-old, and I was telling him you know, he wasn't having the best day. I go, well, what was good today? And he mm-hmm. said, well, it was a bad day, Dad. I go, well, what happened? Like, what was good today? Mm-hmm. And he, I go, name something. And he named one little thing. I go, always look for the good stuff. Even in the worst days, there's good stuff. Even yeah. on a deployment to Iraq, there's something good. There's always something good. Always try to find the good. Find the positive. Mm-hmm. And he, and he kind of... Yeah, it took him some. You could see the wheels turning. He goes, "Okay, that mean well, uh, well, we had pizza for lunch." I go, "That yeah, that's a good yeah. thing that happened today." Exactly. And you lost a soccer ball uh, at recess, but you did pizza at lunch. Good but, job. But know what the two two is the mentality of a children, right? When you say to them, "What's your favorite part of, of school?" Recess. Yeah. See, that's them actually reaching and finding that positive mm-hmm. thing, right? Because children necessarily, well, not necessarily, but they're more prone to grow up like we we as parents instill the negativity into them. Mm-hmm. You know, we're the ones that, like, take the fun out of things. You know, because if, if, if a kid could sit there and play all day with Legos, he would, you know? Yeah. Or she would play with dolls all day. But we're the ones that come in and like, no, no, now it's time to do this and do this and do this. So when you ask a child, like, oh, what's your favorite part of school? Recess or lunch? That's because they're children, and they're just grasping onto that positivity before as us society just take it all away from them. You know, you know poor Duke, you know, his dad's a retired sergeant first class, and... <laughs> And it was a resiliency instructor in the uh, in the army, and uh, the term that I, that always sticks with me, and what I relate to Duke is hunt the good, and that's the term that the army uses in the resiliency training courses. Hunt the good, always find mm-hmm. the good yeah. in whatever your situation you're in. But that's a but that's good. Where like me, I didn't have that. I was completely different, and I was perfection. So I actually just recently, in the last I say last six months, or even actually more than that. I've learned to let go of my quest for perfection. You know, where, you know, when my son's doing something like, nobody, it's got to be done like this. You know, because I'm used to the military way. Like, yeah. here's the standard. This is the way it is. In this, and I'm using my knife hand, right? <laughs> so, um, so, and that was it. But now I changed it because I'm like, he's quirky. He's not me. He's not, listen, he's smarter than some privates. I'll give that, right? <laughs> some lieutenants, you mean? Yeah, even, okay. right? Even some sergeants I've met. Um, but the thing is, it's like he's got to do his stuff his way, you know, and he's going to learn his way. And by me going, okay, and I will tell you, I just said this to my wife tonight. So I've been like trying, because like parenting books, I don't listen, I don't want to read a parenting book. And everybody's going to tell you to be a parent a different way. And the way that I looked for it um, was I started looking and doing some research on how to get the attention of my son like positively and getting the message apart with them and i noticed this one particular person was saying that short brief sentences to get their attention to change their outlook and i've been doing that they're working like a child not not the hey get over here i want to talk to you because this is what's going on i've lost them at this point yeah instead of going hey buddy you can't do that do with this so hey we have yvette we have yvette trapani coming yeah. on all right so yvette are you there i'm here hi how are you? Thank you for, for coming on. I'm good. How are you? Thank you, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can't hear? Uh, I can't hear. It's all right. Let me turn the, let me turn the radio off for you. So um, where are you now? And give us a little background. 
All right. Well, I am currently sitting in Northern Virginia. Um, a little bit of background on me. I Let's see. I went into the military when I was 19. I did 10 years in the Army Military Police Corps. Uh, I have three deployments under my belt. Um, none, none are combat deployments. Um, and let's see. I, I got out. I got my education and moved to Washington, D.C. and began to work with the uh, Department of Homeland Security. And it's just been quite a ride ever since. <laughs> Um, and I now currently am a national program manager for a mindfulness program for federal law enforcement. Yeah, Yvette is a, uh, a big reason why I am in, on the detail that I'm on now. She's an excellent co-worker and she's really done a lot for me. So we were looking up uh, some of the stuff. That I'm not really familiar with um, MPAC and uh, MPEAC, sorry. So can you explain some of that to us? Sure. So the MP program, uh, it stands for Mindful Performance Enhancement Awareness and Knowledge, was developed at the University of California, San Diego Center for Mindfulness. And it was originally developed for elite athletes. Um, the, uh, let's see, the U.S. Olympic BMX team, their performance was not up to par. Uh, and they were trying to figure out what was going on. So they took elements of sports psychology and mindfulness-based stress reduction, and they incorporated that. And, um, you know, they put them through um, the exercises and, and whatnot, and they found that their performance uh, had increased thanks to the mindfulness practices. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's funny how you know, everything is pretty much um, applicable to everybody. It's not as far as, like, techniques and programs and stuff like that. People think this specifically for law enforcement, specifically for first responders or veterans and stuff like that. And they don't realize mm -hmm. that a lot of these programs, they translate very well to everybody realistically. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, anybody and everybody can benefit from mindfulness. Yeah. Even sometimes the military, you can learn some good things from the military and some good things come out <laughs> of the military, so, which sometimes. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, I came out of the military. Yeah, so did, we did too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, like we can learn a lot from different programs and the, the way that they can be more applicable to the everyday person. And I think that um, where we have like really good veteran leaders and people come out and they become businessmen of motivational speakers and stuff like that, when they talk about positivity and changing your life and mindfulness and, you know, mental health and mental workouts and stuff like that, it's not so much just for the first responders and veterans in that culture, but it's, it's great that they're actually starting to be seen in the spotlight as somebody other than that. And, you know, the, the messages are actually translating to those people, the everyday people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we say mindful performance and what we mean by performance, it's not just like your sports performance or work performance, but it's performance in life. You know, mindfulness is great because it applies to everything. It's applicable to everything you do in life, whether that's, you know, your work, your, your sport, you know, being a parent, being a good partner, you know, anything, um, you know, is affected by mindfulness in a very positive way. Yvette, we know obviously peer support is kind of taken off um, across different law enforcement agencies and first responders. Have you found that mm -hmm. uh, mindfulness is also um, starting to be picked up by other federal or local state uh, law enforcement agencies or really just at, at your agency in Homeland? No, it's, I mean, it is making its way across, um, I know, federal law enforcement. Um, I know, let's see, my my introduction into mindfulness was actually through uh, Dr. Jeff Thompson out of Columbia University, who was the NYPD's 
first health and wellness coordinator, and he was a sworn officer. Um, and he actually developed a program for the NYPD called Warrior 21, um, and it was basically incorporating mindfulness um, and resiliency training and just sort of introducing it into law enforcement that way. Um, and, you know, we know across DHS, you know, there's several components um, that are introducing mindfulness programs. We also know the military, uh, especially the special operations community, the Navy SEALs. Um, you know, they've been using mindfulness um, and resiliency training for many, many years. Um, so, and, and it's sort of been incorporated in a lot of ways, even when we went through, Mike, um, you know, through things like, you know, deep breathing exercises, like when you're learning how to, uh, you know, fire your weapon, they teach you how to, to breathe. And you didn't really know it, but you were actually, in a way, calming your body as you were preparing to engage. Um, so there's all kinds of elements of mindfulness that have been incorporated, you know, and again, and like you said, through leadership, um, you know, high what we call high performers, you know, the medical profession, even teachers, kids, everybody, you know, they're starting to incorporate mindfulness into their life. And it's, it's really amazing and anyone can do it and it's easy. I mean, you're breathing already. You might as well do it intentionally. Now, what do you find is the general feedback from the officers that you train? I mean, you're, you're the national program manager, so you, know, you run it across the country for the agency. So what's the general mm -hmm. feedback um, for those that participate? Oh, let's see. I mean, after you're always going to get those big guys in the back with their arms folded, just wondering what they're doing there, right? And by the third day, those are the guys that come up and, and women and they say, you know, this was a training that I did not know I needed. Like just through self-discovery, um, learning how the brain works, learning how you can take agency over your thoughts, feelings, and emotions is life-changing for so many people. Um, you know, just understanding that you may not be able to control the things happening around you, but you can control how you respond to them. Like, truly. And when you recognize that your thoughts, feelings, and emotions are that in just a moment in time, and there's another moment after that, and after that, and after that, you know, you can choose how you respond moment to moment, and it makes all the difference. It's funny because we've talked about this on the show before where a lot of people think that they're too hard. The guy in the back crossing his arms, he's too, he's too hard for this, and he's too good and too strong to, mm -hmm. to have, you know, do any mindfulness or yoga or meditation or anything. And as soon as I say, well, I know Navy SEALs that do yoga all the time. I mean, and, and I know, like, SF guys that do yoga all the time. And these are some of the mm -hmm. baddest mamma jammas on the planet. And I don't think you're hard <laughs> of them. So I think that if we can learn something from we learn, listen, we learn close quarter combat from them, right? We learn fire tactics from them. Why can't you learn this mm -hmm. from them? You know? You know, it, it, it's interesting because I was reflecting on what mindfulness has done for me um, just a couple of weeks ago, just really kind of digging in. Um, and I realized it's taken away a lot of my fear. It's taken away a lot of my fear. And the way I approach things now, you know, mindfully and thoughtfully and with curiosity um, and willing to learn if a mistake is made instead of beating myself up over it, I look forward to learning from those mistakes. Like it's just removed, you know, that fear. Um, and, and again, like I just approach things much, much differently than I did a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's amazing. And you know what it is? And it's you practice what you preach. And that's huge, especially when it comes to mental health. Because somebody gets mm -hmm. up there and preaches, oh, this is what you should be doing. And then, you know, they said, well, did you do that? Nah, but I heard it's cool. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't apply. <laughs> especially when we're led by example. 
Now, Yvette, is there a certain, uh, when do you usually practice mindfulness? Is there, you know, if you got a big event coming up or is it, when, when do you typically kind of really focus in on it and maybe do a little extra? Well, so mindfulness, you can practice mindfulness in many different ways. Um, I, I am not a super routine person. A lot of people that love and thrive on routines, you know, they, they incorporate it before, like, say they go to the gym or before they go to, you know, leave their car to go into their house or into work or whatever. I, I kind of improvise a little bit. You know, if I'm drinking a cup of tea, I'm going to be present with that cup of tea, meaning my mind is not somewhere in the past. It's not worrying about the future. It's right there and now. And I'm engaging my senses. That's mindfulness. I'm enjoying the flavor. I'm feeling the temperature. That's being mindful. There's other ways to be mindful, um, mindful walking, just paying attention to the way your feet touch the ground, paying attention to the sights and sounds around you. Now, you can get into things like meditation, which is fantastic. Um, I also incorporate that, you know, today, like right around noontime, some email came through and I said, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and take a few minutes through meditation, um, and then I'll answer that email after that. Um, so that's what worked for me. But, you know, again, for a lot of people, forming the habit is the most challenging part. And the short answer is you just dedicate and you just find the discipline to do it. Um, and others where they're like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I have the time. Well, okay, if you're sitting at a stoplight, go ahead and take some deep intentional yeah. breaths. Yeah, we were just, uh, I was on, recently on the Sean B. show before you, and, we, and I was saying the same thing. Um, sometimes just, you know, don't be in such a rush. You know, if you're in traffic, let that guy cut out in front of you. Just relax a little and take your deep breaths and just start to positively try to change your mindset of, of maybe a negative thing like, I'm going to be late for work or I'm sitting in traffic and I'm, it's going to be a long time. And instead of stressing of, of you being late, then take, like, like I said, that mindfulness and take the deep breaths and start to think of positive things that like, hey, you know what? It's a half an hour less. I'm going to be at work, you know, or something like that. I mean, it's just a positive spin on things. And the way it's funny mm -hmm. because I never heard the term mindfulness ever. And a lot of the things that you're describing, I'm like, I tell people this all the time, but I just <laughs> didn't know the positive term of it. And it's like the great thing about it is mm -hmm. every day we learn something more doing what we do with mental health whether it's a term or a technique or whatever. But I've been telling people for years, you know what? Go outside, listen to the crickets, especially because I deal with a lot of people at nighttime. I'm a night owl, and I say to people, open up your window and mm -hmm. listen to the peepers. Close your eyes. Imagine what that animal looks like and kind of reconnect with yourself and slow your breathing down and start to think about other things, and it'll lower your anxiety. And, and I say that, but it's mindfulness. Who would have known? Yeah, right. I mean, and again, back to meditation, um, this is one of the, probably the, one of the more impactful practices that you can do because you're literally strength training your brain. You know, we have this amazing brain and now we know that there's this thing called neuroplasticity where you can carve out new neural pathways and you do that through the habit of meditation um, and, and mindfulness and like you said, positive thinking. And the more you think positive, the more your brain rewires itself to see things in a more positive way. Instead of seeing the glass half empty, now you're starting to see things glass half full. So it's, it's pretty remarkable. Um, and again, if, if you guys would like, I would love to walk you through a practice or offer a guided meditation just so you can kind of try out and experience it. Well, we've already teased it, so we have to go through it now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. 
Um, I didn't mean to cut you off. If there's any more questions, I'm happy to answer them. No, no, because as we're doing this, I might actually have a couple questions. Or I might have a couple questions. Not okay. if my mind races where it should be relaxing. <laughs> but, yep, no, go ahead. You can start anytime. All right. Okay, great. So this is how I introduce um, meditation to our participants. We do what's called an arrival practice. And I'm going to ask you to just go ahead if you're sitting up. I want you to sit upright but comfortably. I want both feet planted on the ground and your arms at your side. And you're going to be relaxed, but not too relaxed because I don't want you to fall asleep. And if you're comfortable, go ahead and close your eyes. If you want to keep them open, then just have a soft focus. And we're going to start. We're going to do two cycles of deep breathing. I will count for you. It's going to be a four count on the inhale through the nose. You're going to pause at the top for a four count. You're going to exhale through the mouth for a four count. We'll do two of these. Ready? Breathe in. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Breathe out. Two, three, four. Breathe in. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Breathe out, two, three, four, and return to your normal breathing pattern. We're just going to check in with our bodies. Pay attention to the contact your feet have with the ground, and just work your way up, your shins, your calves. Just notice if you're holding those muscles tightly, and if so, just relax them. Working your way up over the knees to the thighs, and just pay attention to the contact the bottom of your legs have with your chair. Moving up across the buttocks and the hips, and again, just noticing the contact. And if you're holding any muscles tightly here, just go ahead and relax them. And moving up the lower back around to the belly, and just notice the belly rising and falling with every inhale and exhale. And if your mind wanders, that's okay. You're just going to let that thought, feeling, or emotion go, and you're going to return to the breathing of your belly rising and falling. We call that a mental repetition. Moving up to the chest and the lungs and the way the body expands and contracts with every inhale and exhale. And focusing on the back and the contact it has with the chair. Just noticing if you're holding anything tightly here and just letting that relax and just letting gravity pull it down. Just relaxing those muscles. Moving up to the shoulders, and pay attention to where your shoulders are. If they're up around your ears, let them drop. Just moving down the arms, the biceps, the triceps. Letting go of any tension or tightness you might be holding there around your forearms to your wrists. You're on your hands and just paying attention to the air. Maybe going in between the fingers or across your hands. Moving back up the arms, the wrists, forearms, around the elbow, back toward the shoulders and in towards your neck, your upper back. Just noticing if there's any tightness or tension there and just letting that relax. Moving up the neck to the jaw. And if you're clenching your teeth, just let that jaw drop. If your tongue is stuck to the roof of your mouth, let that drop too. 
your cheeks, your brow, just relax those muscles. We often hold tension in our face without realizing it. Just moving up the forehead to the scalp, and just scanning over the top of your head and around the back of your head, and then turning it inside back to your breathing. And I'm gonna ask you to just follow the air as it enters in through the nostrils, paying attention to the sensations, the air going through your nasal passages, down your throat and into your body. And again, if the mind wanders, just let that thought or feeling or emotion drift on by and return to your breathing. Paying attention to the air going in and coming back out. Noticing where you feel the breathing the most in your body. It's through the nostrils or the throat or the chest or the stomach. And with one deeper than normal breath in through the nose, hold at the top and an audible exhale, releasing any stress or tension. When you're ready, return to the room. Scott, wake up. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody looking in there, Mike? <laughs> there definitely should have been a disclaimer for those that are driving and listening. <laughs> How was that for you guys? It was actually really good. The one thing that kept me from uh, really relaxing was the heavy-based Civic that went by early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we actually shut the microphones off so that uh, you couldn't hear... Because when we're not talking, oh. some, we're right on the road, so we're right in downtown oh, Lowell. So, yeah, but we, it was, I was getting really, really heavy-eyed, and then I heard, <laughs> boom, boom, and I'm like, oh, I'm up, and I'm back. No, that was actually really good, and that reminded me a lot of, uh, a lot of the like, yoga classes and meditation I've taken where it's the same mm -hmm. principle of, of focusing and relaxing bits and parts of your body instead of just trying to relax your whole body at once. Mm -hmm. You're really directing... To relax certain muscles and I like the way that you were telling us to if you're you know clinching or holding on to something to release it because that a lot of stress is held in the hands right in the shoulders in the upper mm -hmm. and Mike's stretching his neck over here like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well so that's that's called a body scan and that's one of the um, mindful meditations that we that we teach um, and this is a great way to learn your body and to recognize when it's telling you something for I had no idea that I held all my stress in one shoulder until I ended up going to the doctor she's like no there's nothing wrong this is where you carry your stress I'm like oh okay so now I know to check in with my body and I check my shoulders and if they're tense I'm like all right what's going on here something something's bugging me so what could that be and I drop my shoulders and I kind of like reassess and reevaluate and be like oh yeah it was that that last email I'm not going to worry about it. And it's funny because that's so, just you showing how in tuned you are with your body now that you've actually yeah. identified where your stress is. Because a lot of people, like I'm, I'm a jaw clincher, and I'll know that every time that I go to the dentist, he tells me that I carry a lot of stress and, my, and I clinch my jaw a lot. But also my neck and shoulders and even my upper back and my traps, I just, I get all balled up. And I think, you know, if I can start to maybe focus on relaxing that a lot more, I think I'll be in a, in a better place. Great. Um, not that I'm kicking you off yet, but if you want to find out more, you can go to mpeak, M-P-E-A-K, coaching.com. Uh, you can check out the website, it, and it tells you everything about what you have been saying. Um, MPEAK mm -hmm. stands for Mindfulness, Performance, Enhancing, Enhancement, Awareness, and Knowledge. Um, I think it's a, a great program, and I think it's, it's amazing how, like I said, it's, sometimes we don't realize what we're doing is what a lot of people are telling us. And by programs like yours, you're actually identifying it 
you're breaking it down and telling people how to do it properly opposed to going, oh, no, I kind of do that. Well, it, this eliminates the kind of, and this is, the, this is how it's done. Yvette, is it true that, um, that the best MP uh, coach in the Homeland Security is about to graduate the course at the end of April? Um, I think she already graduated, actually, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> yeah, way to do your research. That, yeah. Me, me. Coach, yeah, I was talking that, about me, that everyone. Coach will be a, <laughs> he'll be a close second, a close second. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't downplay the Dalai Lama. She's on the phone. I know. What are you doing? <laughs> way to self-promote, Mike. <laughs> he's going to be great. He's going to be great, and he's going to bring it all back to you guys. So you've got I, a lot to look forward to. No, no, I, I definitely. We all, like I said, we all feed off each other. We all bring a little bit to the table. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's like uh, like potluck dinner. You know, Mike may bring the potatoes, and I, but I might bring some steak. Or, well, likewise. I mean, he's more of a the meaty person, so. Yeah, but a no, I, I think, kind of guy. Yeah, but I mean, it is. It's like when we talked about how we all have to work together in order to make all this work. And, you know, this mm -hmm. is just an, another option that might work for some people. And you know what? It might work for everybody. You just got to try it, you know? Yeah, yeah. try it. They're, they're, yeah. I'm, I'm too tough to do yoga. I'm too tough to do mindfulness. So just try it. Yeah. Take, take, and, or, or take a little bit of everything and make your own thing. Whatever works for you, but, but try something. Don't just sit there and sulk and look at the negative. Try something. Yeah, yeah. Try well, to focus on positivity. This portion of the broadcast was brought to you by Jean.Credit Union. Jean.Credit Union has been helping members in the community for over 100 years. Credit Union's mission is people help people. As Jean.Credit Union, they support that mission by educating and guiding their members to make smart financial choices. Call them at 978-452-5001. Visit them online, jdcu.org, to learn more about how Jean.Credit Union can help people. Deep breathing is probably your lowest hanging fruit. Again, you're already breathing. You might as well do it intentionally. And just breathing exercises have empirically been proven to, you know, decrease stress, improve sleep quality, you know, focus, things like that. Low, so, low I mean, yeah, exactly. And, and like, like I said, it's free. You're doing it anyway. <laughs> you might as well do it with intention. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with that. You already do, yeah. Like you said, you're not doing it, so put a little more effort into it and focus a little more. And you can do it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. you you can do it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to wear yoga pants like Mike does. That was once I was young and I needed the money. That, we, we're not going to talk about that again. You you told me the doctor paid me to bring it Wait. up constantly. So. <laughs> Hidden battles is confidential. <laughs> no, I think whenever we have something new, um, and and it's like I said, another technique where. You know, and, and this is a this is a zero impact of exercise. So there is no reason mm -hmm. you can say, "Oh, I got bad knees." Like mm -hmm. people, especially um, people, try to find the out on everything. Yeah, they're on a breathing profile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that this is one of those things where you're like, "No, no, you can do it in the comfort of your home. No one's going to laugh at you. You can do it in your favorite chair. Mm -hmm. um, you can do it any time of day. You can do it when you start to feel that your stress is coming, right?" And like mm -hmm. we did, we did yep. the box breathing, the four in, four yep. out, right? So that's mm -hmm. a technique that's been incorporated in so many different types of programs and, and techniques. So, and it's funny because they all seem to swirl around each other. It's just putting them together, I think, right? Yeah, I would say so. And again, there's just many, many different ways to be mindful. Um, mindful, like one of the things we do is called the apple exercise. And we call it coming to the table with a beginner's mind. You know, act like you've never seen the apple before. Like, what does it look like to you? Like the color, the shape, the weight, the sound, the smell. 
and like really just engage. And that's mindfulness, just being present in that moment and seeing something with like a beginner's mind. And you can do that with anything. I do that with my coffee in the morning. I can do it like doing dishes, like just anytime, anywhere you can incorporate mindfulness into your life. Nice. Wow. No, that's, that's amazing. Any other uh, techniques that you can enlighten us with? Oh, boy. So the one that really, you know, I was a skeptic, honestly. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I talked to Dr. Thompson, you know, and, 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 you know, a cop, and he's got that accent, you know, that New York accent, and he told me gratitude journaling. You've got to try it. And I'm like, what? I'm like, come on. And he's like, no, really? He's like, you get yourself a journal. You get yourself a pen. You put it by your nightstand. And he's like, and every night before you go to bed, you ask yourself and you answer three questions. What made you happy today? What did you do that was nice for someone today? And what did someone do that was nice for you? And he said, and just see what happens. Try it for a few weeks and see what happens. I'm like, all right, well, the proof is in the pudding for me. So I did it. And what I noticed was I started, you know, writing these questions and answering them. And then the next day it was like homework, right? So I'm starting to look for these things so I can do my homework at night before I go to bed. And what I was doing without realizing it was I was holding on to those positive thoughts. And the brain is like Teflon for positive thoughts and like Velcro for negative thoughts. Like you can remember a negative thought in a split second. It takes 12 seconds to hold on to a positive memory. So as I'm writing this stuff down, I'm holding on to these positives and my brain, meanwhile, is kind of like restructuring itself to start to see, just notice these things more in the day-to-day. And it wasn't homework anymore. I was actually just seeing it. It was just coming to me. And I was like, this actually works. So that was one of the things that really sold me on mindfulness was the gratitude journaling. Um, so that's one of the things I recommend. If you go for a walk, do it mindfully. You know, mindful, like hang out with your pet and like really engage with them, like really enjoy like that dog breath, you know, the feeling of the fur just and see how your pet responds to you. It's really amazing. Um, So these are just a few of the things that I've tried. But again, there's many, many different ways. Um, And of course, meditation, 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 meditation. Fantastic. And it's Um, funny. It's it's not like you're mm -hmm. asking anybody to do anything like more than they're already doing. It's just you're really telling them to sit down, slow down, focus what you're really doing. Like you're saying with your yeah. coffee, to really not just drink it for the sake of drinking it, but really enjoy, in a sense, if you're slowing that down, you're actually starting to slow your heart rate down. You're taking more time to relax your body and enjoy mm-hmm. your time. And, and it's like people just take little tasks and just take them for granted. And just like, even like you said, hanging out with your, your dog or your cat or whatever, and just really just relaxing and petting them and looking and observing and kind of get into their, you know, the mind of looking at the fur and like you said, smelling their breath. It's you slowing down realistically and pushing yeah. everything out and focusing on what you're doing right then and there. That's exactly. like a reset. You That's know, amazing. Exactly. And I mean, our brain wanders 47% of our lives. 90. Almost 50% of our lives, <laughs> it's somewhere else. But if you're busy thinking about the past or you're too busy worrying about the future, when are you actually living? Yeah. Right? So that's when we say just being present, being right there right now. Yeah, that's amazing. It's, it's funny how it's simple, so simple. But it just takes mm-hmm. somebody to just point it out to you and just, like I said, just identify it and kind of walk you through it. Because we, we go through the looking so many steps ahead instead of looking at, you know, what's right in front of us. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I appreciate you getting con- coming on with us. And um, is there any way somebody can reach out to you if they have any questions or, you know, want to further 
check into M Peak? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not actually on the M Peak site, um, well, that's but not right. I, I you should be. <laughs> well, that uh, that's Mr. Pete Kirchmer's site. So, okay. but um, he is he is uh, a master of his trade, and um, yeah, he, we are very lucky to have him as our our, our mentor and our coach. Um, but if I mean I. They could go through Mike. Yes, yeah, so I, I, that was going to be the answer I gave too. But yep. yeah. So listen, if you want to find out more about them, you can, like I said, you can go to mpeakcoaching dot dot com, uh, or you can actually look them up on Facebook, which is Mindful Performance Enhancement Awareness and Knowledge. So it's M Peak. If you look it up, you're going to see a pink M, and then it says Peak, and there's a circle, um, and that's where you're going to find on Facebook. Uh, they're on Instagram. They're on Twitter, uh, Insta, uh, like LinkedIn, I believe. So you can find them everywhere. And if you do a little digging, uh, you start to read in more about the courses, the coaching, the team, the certification, the resources, uh, you'll find out more. And, and it's, it breaks it down pretty simply. I understand it. I'm looking at it. And who knows? Maybe there'll be some MP classes coming to Hidden Battles. Yeah, I see a collaboration yeah, between yes. this yeah, this other organization. Wouldn't too. that be something? I, I know. Yeah. Yeah, um, we definitely we're expanding a lot of our programs because we want to honestly we want to reach different um, interests. I think you know some people may go, yeah, it's not really for me, but archery is, so they'll go to archery. But no, I, listen, if you if you offer a, a, it's like a buffet, really. You know, if you walk through and you want you want fries, take the t- fries. If you don't want the tater tots, take the tater tots. But that's realistically how we we operate. But yeah, we'll definitely once um, once the second best mindfulness. Uh, instructor graduates and you know maybe he'll uh, or or she will you know do a course for us but, wonderful you know. no but thank you so much for coming on i Thanks, really yvette. appreciate it and uh yvette um be safe and like i said thank you for your time I... of course thank you and thank you for all that you do yep thank you so much and stay safe and healthy you too bye-bye Bye-bye. appreciate it bye hey, everybody we're back um so I figured that we'd leave off with some nice, relaxing music. Normally, then I I do like the Five Finger Death Punch or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I can't I can't really follow up um, that great meditation session um, with Yvette. Uh, Yvette, right? Yeah, Yvette. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure the Y is silent, so I I don't know if I use it or I make it an E. Um, so. You know, not only is obviously she a guru on the mindfulness, mm-hmm. but she's the program manager aspect of it too. Mm-hmm. She's like motivated. She's very professional, and she's. Yeah. So she's, I mean, she's top-notch. We're, Super we're knowledgeable, we're, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. truly lucky to have her. And mm-hmm. she's one that kind of got me into this position for the veterans program, and I, which she started the initiative, and then she's just mm-hmm. allowing me to kind of take it over. You know what's great, too, is the fact that, like, even in law enforcement, you get a lot of people that get jobs strictly because of who they know, yeah. not what they know. And I think it's amazing that you actually, because look at the impact she's had. She's drawn you into it, and she's made it so that people believe in it because of the fact that it's, it is true. But if somebody else that was there got the job because of who they knew, right, the passion wouldn't be there. Like, yes. you know what I mean? And then they're like, oh, just going through the motions. And that's when the laptop comes out or the newspaper comes out in the back of the room, right? Yeah. And, and I tell you, when you're led by people like that who are passionate and care, like the attention stays there, you're going to get a better positive, you know, impact on, on the officer, the agent, um, you know, whatever – walk of life you are taking this course and yeah. i think that's amazing and like i said this uh, like m peak doesn't it's coaching it's not strictly for law enforcement it's for tons of people you know so i i think it's great i i truly appreciate her coming on and i don't know but thank you yvette if you're still listening or if anybody's checking out check out like i said mpeakcoaching.com that's m-p-e-a-k you can spell coaching on your own.com 
and just check out some of the stuff they have. Um, you talk about mindfulness all the time, and, and I've been starting to look in YouTube for mind, mindfulness videos, right? And now that I've looked in so much that they're actually starting to take over my feed, so they're taking over like the yeah. people following feeds. The algorithm, yeah. Yeah, so it's actually really cool. But no, I, I, I've essentially brought it up. I started to do a little more research, and like I said, a lot of stuff I was doing, but not correctly. Yeah. Like I was taking little bits and pieces, you know, and now that I'm starting to look at it and, and go, wait a minute, no, no, all right, so I did this little one part, but not the whole part, maybe on why it wasn't so successful, you know, and, you well, know. What I like that Yvette brought up is she actually brought up our past three or four radio shows. She brought up the journal in, right? We talked about yeah. that last yep. week, and like just goes to show, like, we, we're not making this up. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, it's funny, like I said, like all these little things we've been doing, how long have I I've been telling people journaling yep. for a long, longest time, but I don't know because I'm not trained in a lot of things. Like I know what works for me, and I read a little. But to see that smart people are saying this is working, this is not Scott. It's like this is working, mm -hmm. and like I said, I never thought of the positive, like strictly focusing on positive journaling, you know, or gratefulness. To, you know, I focused on all right, what what did I experience today, and I would write it down, and then later on, if I was triggered by something, I'm like, I, I flip through again, right? And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. And that's how I found that like seasonally, like this time of year um, is when I start to really go into my funk because it's a really po bad part of the year for me. And I didn't realize that until I started to go back and read through my journal. Um, but I'm going to have to start that positive one. I'm actually going to ask Craigie to start doing it too. Yeah, the positive one is excellent. But writing down the negatives is not, is not a bad thing. No, no, absolutely but, but, not. But if you're going to write down the negatives, write down physiologically how it, how it made you feel. Yeah. You know, this happened and my, mm -hmm. you know, my, my heart started racing. I was yeah. sweating. Mm -hmm. You know, but like, we don't, I, like, I don't do that journaling that she's talking about and I probably should. But at night, at dinner, when we make sure we have dinner together, we go through, we, we do highs and lows. Yeah, and so it's kind of you know, and I, I and I always kind of think like, all right, what am I going to say at dinner tonight? Because I always want to show Duke, man. There's always there's always some positives, right? Yeah. So I always think throughout the day, like like Yvette said, is I and I remember the good stuff. So at dinner, hey Duke, this is what happens. He goes, Dad, what, what's your highs and lows? Somebody, and I tell him. Yeah, he probably doesn't understand anything I'm saying, but nonetheless, I am telling him some positives. <laughs> He's probably falling asleep talking about my stupid meetings. <laughs> His highs and lows is uh, he got ice cream, you know, but um. <laughs> But whatever, at least he points out a high, and I make a point out a low. It was, it was no, it was a good day. There's no low. I go, buddy. There's a low and there's a high. But, yeah. But you know, so that's how I kind of hang on to the uh, to the high. A lot of the time too, it's how does that low affect us, you know? And you know what it is, and it's like I've been trying to practice more what I preach with Craig. Um, you know what I mean? Because it's like he's far more intelligent than than I know he is, and I, he, everybody tells me he's intelligent, and he's smarter than I am. So it's like when I talk to him, sometimes I'm, I'm like I'm just. He probably looks at me and I look like like just a caveman, just screaming, yelling, you know, and he's like, I'm not getting anything from this. <laughs> so when I change my approach on things and, and try to be more positive, I'm getting better results out of it. And I think it's as I change a lot of the stuff in my mind where I'm a little more productive and a little more positive on how I start to think of things, my life is actually getting, it, it, listen, I have a great life, but I think that it's, it's getting more enjoyable for me, mm -hmm. like personally, especially how my emotions are and in my moods, you know, so... Yeah, I'm gonna have to try start doing that positive. Yeah, and like since MPEAK, I uh, I definitely make it more of a, a conscious effort to, especially when I'm playing with Duke or whatever I'm doing, is to actually live in that moment. And it's so easy to lose it, right? With all the stuff going on in the world, you listen to, to the radio or you're mm -hmm. watching the news. On the, there's so much going on, it's easy to feel like you're out of control. Yeah. Yeah, take a step back and be in the moment. Yeah, play with Duke. Put the phone away. You know, all that stuff is really what's going to make you live longer and be happier. Yeah, it was great. Tonight, I actually put my phone down on the chair next to me. I watched Craigie do karate all night. And it's funny. 
because I didn't realize, my wife pointed out to me, every time he goes through a drill, he comes back and he looks to see if I watched. Yeah. You know what I mean? So think of the psychological thing of, you know, like when we were kids, like my dad didn't make it to every one of my baseball games, but when he did, like I was on high, you know, I was like, this is the greatest thing. So now seeing my son, like look back to see if I see him and I give him the thumbs up and like gives me the thumbs up and smiles. I mean, that's amazing, you know, because you don't realize like they're your biggest fan, right? And by a little recognition or a little smile, like I go back to saying a smile can change everything, right? But to give him a smile and a thumbs up, it's like, you you were like the, the the rock star in this kid's life. And, and he's and, always you know, gonna remember that. Yeah, like my dad was there, my dad smiled, he gave me the thumbs up, and it's like the <laughs> validating his hard work, you know. Uh so listen, we're gonna wrap it up because it's it's coming to the end, but um National Suicide Prevention Hotline, one eight hundred two seven three talk. It's one eight hundred two seven three talk. You can text uh seven four one seven four one, press one if you're a veteran, the new three number nine eight eight, and if you're in immediate crisis, nine eight eight. Um, and media crisis 911. Um, everybody stay safe and healthy. 